Welcome to Look Behind the Look, the celebrated podcast that explores your favorite looks in film, television, and fashion history. Through conversations with the fashion world's elite and award-winning hair, makeup, and costume designers on sets around the world, you will see and hear exciting tales from behind the scenes, career origin stories, and tons of advice and tips. I'm your host, Tiffany Bartok. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Look Behind the Look. Yes, we are talking about the bear again. Yes, we are talking to Allie Vickers again. Allie is the hair department head for The Bear, and we're talking about season two because you can't talk enough about The Bear. We all know episode six is in the Television Hall of Fame for eternity, and we're going to deconstruct it a little bit more here and talk about all of the characters that you know and love on The Bear. We're also gonna talk about the strike and how you can help. I'm gonna put a couple of links in the show notes about how you can contribute to the entertainment community. That's a fund that was formerly called the Actors Fund, and my husband has actually used the Actors Fund in times of need, and the fund has been a a huge hero around here in hard times like the pandemic. So now it's another one of those hard times, and Allie and I talk about ways that you can be there for the community while they are out of work during the strike. So listen and enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. Don't wipe your hands on your apron, Chef. Jeff. I refer to everybody as Chef because it's a sign of respect. You could throw down, huh? So how you gonna pass the family test? Delicious or impressive? Delicious is impressive. Whatever. Yo, family's up. I just never had platanos with, like, grass on it. <laughs> we want to change this restaurant, right? But we have to change the chemistry. Hey, why are you always, like, watching me? Because it's just sort of my job. We're the Chili Flakes. Because it organizes, it's more confusing. Right there. Labeled Chili Flakes. Here I am with Allie Vickers, the head of the hair department at The Bear, um, your favorite show. We um, talked with Ignacia Sotomayor. I always do that to her. It's Ignacia Soto Aguilar. She's judge. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not, personally. I Yeah. So here is Allie to talk about hair. Um, but she and I were just talking about how much time Ali you were you have on your hands because of the strike. And like, let's explain to everybody because I do have people, believe it or not, who listen to the show who aren't hair and makeup and costume designers. Sure. And they don't understand that you guys are not on strike. You just are out of work. So can you tell, like, pretend I'm your aunt at the Christmas party. What what and they're like, oh, are you on strike? Tell me what's happening right now. Sure. For the, for I the mean, hair and makeup. Yeah. For hair and makeup. Yeah. Um, so like we're in a different union. We're IOTSE members and IOTSE is not on strike right now because we still have an active contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like the best with union talk, even though no, it should right. be. I've been in a long time. But um, so we, our contract is still, you know, valid, but we don't work um a we're not on strike but we are in solidarity with um the wga and sag aftra and a lot of people have been out of work really since november or december because things started slowing down like in anticipation of this Mm. so you know a few of us that have been lucky to work this year you know like we did the bear at the beginning of the year before everything happened and um but yeah most all of my friends uh were pretty much all out of work and how can we help support the unions like yours that are, you know, these 
it's not like the pandemic where you can apply for, un- I mean, can you apply right. for unemployment? No. So we can apply for oh, okay, unemployment. Um, but it's not like the pandemic, like, you know, unemployment, you know, is a wonderful resource, but it's really not like a living wage for particularly people living in Los Angeles or New York to survive and pay their rent and mortgage. So it's pretty stressful. Um, there's different like, uh, funds, like the, um, entertainment community fund, which is like the old actors fund. They've been very helpful to IOTSE. And our unions, like I'm in local 706, the LA union and 798, our New York union. And they've been like compiling lists and just, you know, different like programs and, you know, mental health, just anything people could need to kind of get them through this. Um, I'll put those links in the, in the show notes. Yeah, No, it's super helpful. Like everybody appreciates everything. It's, it's really, it's really difficult to understand, especially with the waivers and stuff. So I just wanted to touch on it because it's like way scarier I think than people realize it is really scary I mean this is my second writer's strike I just was getting um started in my career uh in like Mm. 2007 08 Mm -hmm. strike Mm -hmm. and that was scary but I was a lot younger and you know I had a lot less going on in my life I'm a mortgage then yeah so yeah now as like a you know functioning adult in my 40s I'm like oh this is you know, it's not fun. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, I will definitely put those links of how to support those sure. in the in the show notes and, and we'll talk about it more on the show. Um, you know, as, you. as we get into it, of course, because it's just so difficult for people to understand that you guys aren't on the at the negotiating table. So what if and when the actors yeah. and the writers get what they're asking for, hopefully you guys yeah. don't necessarily we go back to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't, yeah, and you we don't get no higher uh, rate, maybe even lower. So it's a little, it's a, it's scary. It's scary. Um, but what's not scary is <laughs> the bear, the show that you are such a huge part of because you are head of the hair department and there's nobody on these streets that doesn't talk about Jeremy's hair. <laughs> And yeah, how amazing it is. It. I want to hear all about um, how you do it and how you make it look so effortless. And I also want to talk to you first, though. I want to talk to you first about the pressure. I was thinking the whole time that I was watching the second season, like I'm thinking of you guys coming into something that's already such a huge success and like yeah. the temptation to make it bigger, better, you know, more and how you guys resisted that. Because what I admire so much about you and Ignacia is that you stayed true to the characters. And sometimes you can see like the difference between the pilot and the second episode or the season one and the season two about like, we have more money now. Yeah. But can you talk about resisting that? And like, how, how did you talk about staying true to these characters? Um, I mean, I think it was pretty organic. The characters are so, you know, just like rich and beautiful and like amazing. Like, I don't want anything that I'm doing to like take away from that. Like, I never want the hair to be a distraction. Like, all of a sudden, Carmi's got, you know, newscaster hair. I don't, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like want that. Like, especially when you're like, the writing is just so good. Like, I want what I'm doing to just like, you know, accompany it, not yes. 
like distract from anything. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I really didn't feel like super tempted to like do anything, you know, crazy this year. We made some like just slight changes because they weren't like cooking in the heat of the kitchen. So he didn't need to be oh, as wet all the time. Nice. And Thank just God. like very <laughs> subtle. Um, yeah, just like super subtle things like that. But really, uh just kind of staying true to like the vibe of the show. Like it, it's so good. Everything looks, you know, so cool. And it's like thought about and curated well. And I just like want to add to that, not, um, you know, yeah. try to like be doing my own thing with crazy hairdos. Yes, yes, yes. And Jeremy's, I mean, people were dressing up like him for Halloween last year. <laughs> and like, tell me how to, what is, tell me about the actual process of, of doing his hair. What are your favorite products? What is the process? Is sure. your, you're like, it's nothing. <laughs> I know it's, there's a lot of effort um, that goes into looking like nothing. Yeah. You know, there is effort that goes into yes. looking like you're effortless. And actually sometimes it can be harder maintaining that look like on sure. set rather than if you have like a, a gentleman or, you know, an actor with like really quaffed hair, it just mm-hmm. kind of stays. Mm-hmm. But like maintaining chaos is like, you know, a thoughtful process. Yes. Um, Jeremy, first of all, has great hair. So, like, there's that. Phew. He kind of, he's got like the best hair. Uh, but it's pretty simple formula. I just it starts with a great haircut. So once you have a shape of a great haircut, and I just maintain that. Like, I cut his hair like every maybe ten days. Did you do the cut? Oh yeah, amazing. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's yeah, I cut hair as well. Um, so. Uh, I guess it sounds like I'm saying I give a great haircut, but it was a great haircut. I think that you're allowed to say that, especially yeah, in this is... space. <laughs> you can say that, yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, the shape of the hair, the foundation is super important. But then, you know, mornings, it's just like I get his hair damp. I put a little um, uh, a scalp serum in it. Um, okay. It's called Esperanza, and I can – it's wonderful. Uh, big fan of that and then um and what is the scalp a little what, is, what does that do like does it add the texture at the root the it strength? adds a little texture at the root it just you know I'm all about like keeping hair healthy and uh-huh. just like treating like you know just because they're in our chair like you know you want to like maintain the health of their hair and their scalp and it's like I really think about that I want everyone to like leave my chair with healthier hair than they came in with so oh, it wow. kind of starts with like hair health. Um, so I do a little scalp treatment and then um, I use a sea salt spray, Bumble and Bumble, a tiny bit of like grooming paste. I love uh, the men's groomer Days of Dirt and oh, dirt. diffuse and just kind of diffuse it and scrunch it. And then that's really it. Nice. You know, on set, I just take like a tiny, I keep a little thing of the Days of Dirt and I touch up where I need to but like once it's like set he has such a great wave pattern it just kind of does its thing how about how long is the process is it do you guys have it down or does he like oh yeah does he like to relax and kind of milk it a little bit it's pretty fast okay um I take like eight minutes to do it. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Don't tell anybody that because then when you ask for, you ask for more time, they're (laughs) going to be like, I know it takes eight minutes. (laughs) Yeah. It's like six to eight minutes. It's not like a super long process, but it's, you know, I try to maintain efficiency for everybody. I don't want anyone like hung up in the hair chair too long. Right. Um, And then tell me about Allie's hair. Um, Well, I guess I want to talk about, I do want to talk about 
episode six, absolutely. And the process of picking the hair color for her. So we're talking about sugar. Yeah. Um, And why tell me there had to have been a conversation about changing her hair color. So I wanted to hear about that. It was, it was great. It was such an easy way to, to take me to some other character stuff going on. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that process. That was super fun. Um, Abby also has literally the best head of hair. Oh, and she was pregnant. So it was probably like so lush. Super lush. It's, it's lush just always. She's got great texture, but um, we, yeah, we talked about, you know, what, what it would look like to, you know, change your hair. And it's kind of a nondescript, uh, like throwback in time. It's, you know, like five, six years ago ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we talked about changing it and like a wig versus coloring it. Mm-hmm. I really, uh, felt like I didn't want a bunch of people sitting around that table, like in wigs. It's like so much, you okay. know, like yeah. Jamie Lee had her wig on and that was like wonderful, but it's like, it's not, you know, a sketch. This is like a real yeah. family dinner. So it was super important to keep it as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we decided to do it brown, like, and Abby was so down for it. We colored her hair brown for a week. I have a wonderful color. It's Demi at Spoken Wheel in Chicago. And I trust her like with my life. So I knew it was going to be okay. And um, yeah, we colored her hair brown on like, I want to say it was like a Saturday. And it was brown for that whole week. And then the following Saturday, we got her back to blonde to shoot first thing Monday morning, which was and what, what what did that say? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure because yeah, it had to go back to exactly the same color. Yeah, yeah, because we were in a direct pickup that Monday. Okay, um, so you know, I felt like, like I said, I trust Demi, and I was there, and you know, it was just like a really wonderful experience. But yeah, it is scary to color somebody's hair brown for one week. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was important to show that she hadn't really she was hiding is that was that the thing that you wanted to say or not really that she's hiding I mean I feel like sugar like you know plays with her hair like she does okay yeah yeah yeah, like that's my personal like I like that talked about it like sugar does her hair you know she may be she might buy a, a beach waver she might try a new color like we all do that. I mean, five, six years ago, I had blonde hair, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, and it, it's a great way to show a passage of time and kind yes. of somebody that tries like different things with their appearance, you know? Yes, 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 yes. I like that. Um, and then of course we have to talk about Jamie Lee's wig. I talked to, yeah. to Ignacia about it and she was like, oh my God, Allie was such a rock star with Jamie Lee's hair. And let's just talk about putting a wig on a wild horse and like how how did you pick it I know she's very involved in like all the hair and she makeup. is yeah which is wonderful she's um super collaborative and just very open to things at the beginning of the season Christore um the creator of the show like he had a inspo photo of Monica Vitti and I just kind of like I saw it and I was like yeah that's Donna you know like I that's Mm. it and um I kind of just ran with that I make I like to make everybody a little like video capsule like just like different kind of photos and moments more of like a mood board kind of set to music 
um, just to like really like get like a vibe of like the character. So I kind of put that together with like some different color options and um, Rob Pickens who had made that wig uh, was wonderful to work with. And does Rob Pickens, is there ever a day that Rob is not making a wig? Like what? I don't think I think Rob Pickens is constantly making a wig um, and that's five great. right now as we speak yeah definitely <laughs> probably is um and he's you know wonderful so obviously I have like immense trust with him he's done the wigs for like my last three projects so that was great and yeah uh we kind of got the style set and my key Angela is wonderful she took care of Jamie on set and just it was Excellent. Jamie is super easy to work with. She lets us do our job. She's very trusting, which is wonderful. And um, I think it really turned out beautifully. Tell me more about these uh, videos that you make. Do you, you, you show different ideas that you have? So it's a visual food board that's moving. Yeah. It's super fun. Like it's a big part of like character research for me. I find it super helpful, like just kind of getting my head into a place. It's sometimes it's not even just like the actual aesthetic of like what I want them to look like. It's like the, the feeling of it or the mood. Like if I see a picture of like, you know, I used different photos. I had different photos of Monica Vitti. I had some of, um, Elizabeth Taylor in, in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Like, that, oh, that yes. was what, I, like... That's crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Yeah. Wow. that's Like, that was when I read that. That was, like, what came to my mind. So it was... I kind of, you know, I wanted it to start out really beautiful and then, um, you know, just kind of let her unravel. And like I said, Angela, um, like, he did, like, such a great job with her on set, like, really letting the wig live and you know, it's really important, like, to kind of show that, like, coming undone, because Donna is definitely a woman that, like, goes to the salon, and she gets her hair done, like, she's maintaining appearances, you know, like, everything's fine. Yeah. And, like, we know that woman, or I know that woman, you know? I mean, I said in the last, I was like, I got in trouble, because I was like, we all have an Aunt Donna, and my dad (laughs) wrote me, Who's Aunt Donna? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my grandma was aunt, was Donna. Really? Like, True. I mean, she never drove a car through the house, but like. No? No? There were moments. There were moments. <laughs> I like warned my mom. I'm like, Donna's kind of like nanny, like, well, oh. nanny, rest in peace. But she yeah. was a little bit like that. So it's like everybody knows someone like that in their life and like. That is definitely a woman that like keeps up appearances. Yes, 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 yes. I loved how you guys really tracked the disheveling because it was just so believable. And I never for a second didn't wasn't completely invested in this being truthful and like basically a documentary of Christmas at their house. Yeah. And that's again, it's like so important for me when you have such wonderful actors and such wonderful writing and everything so compelling and dynamic. Like there's such I put such pressure on myself, like, I want everything to look so good. I don't want anything to take anyone out of the moment, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to do any disservices to, like, this, like, beautiful script and, like, yeah. these people, like, bringing it to life. So that's important to me. What was it like on set that day? I mean. Well, not we that day. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was great, you know? Everybody was so wonderful. Everybody was so happy to be there. Um it was emotional, um, for sure. And for many different reasons, but it was really, it was, you know, to me, like one of the best things I've ever like, you know, been able to see it's like, that's 
like a once in a lifetime experience, like watch all these wonderful actors, like doing this work. It's really cool. So everybody's pretty aware that they're making greatness, right? Like, I mean, I would, yeah. Like is what you saw is what you saw in the final showing. Is that what you felt? Everything was, you were like, even this is what it was like. Yeah. I mean, even more, it was so good. It's like when I watched it, you know, at home with my husband, it it was almost like when I watch shows or movies that I've um, done and worked on, I'm very like staring at, you know, my work and like remembering what happened that day. But with this, it's like, no, I was like, so in it, like, you know, which is great. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. To get lost in it and not even know, like, wait, I, I was there. I was working. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. yeah. It's super special experience. Fantastic. And I mean, of course, this is not, this is not the season that's up for the Emmys this year. It's it. The Correct. first season is the one that we're talking about, right? Because everybody's winning. I mean, remembering the awards, but that was the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes, yeah, Golden Globes. I think we're in like January, yes. and the Emmy Emmy cycle that's happening now is all for season one. Okay, okay, cool. So it's going to yeah. be confusing. I feel like I because yeah, everybody's going to be like, confusing. "Where's the Where's Jamie Lee?" You know. Um. So that will be next year that this is going totally. to get nominated. Okay, for sure. We're just going to manifest that because that's happening. Yeah. Um, and tell me about too, um, everybody else's other favorite episode, episode seven. Um, <laughs> it's so good. So good. Tell me yeah. everything about, about, um, Will coming to set and like, where, where did you shoot? Was that in Chicago as well? Um, Will, that was actually episode four, um, the Copenhagen episode. Oh, no. Um, Evans episode episode Evans episode yes. yeah we shot with Olivia Coleman um that was all shot yes. in Chicago um I love that episode so much and it so was beautiful. so like it was so beautiful I just I, mean, got <laughs> I just I I like it's brilliant uh I loved it and I love you know Evans character so much and just kind of like watching his like watching cousin like gain confidence and put a suit on like and brush his hair and you know you know working with the chef like it's so it was really cool I already feel like I'm gonna cry (laughs) yeah no that was it was when he was in the car singing Taylor Swift that was like I lost (laughs) forget it the only other scene that's similar to that in my life that I felt the same way was um, so dumb, but it, I watch it all the time. It's Jerry Maguire singing Free Fallen. <laughs> and, oh, okay, totally. And uh, I, it reminded me of that, That, but it was just like everything came together in that car yeah. and it was so magical. Everything, his whole life began right there, Yeah, you know? Um, so so tell me about working with Olivia and Will Poulter and, and what that was oh, like. It was when did incredible. you know when did you know that they were going to be in these this episode? Um I knew that Will was going to I mean pretty early on. Uh Jeremy actually had told me about Olivia. That was how I found out. And I was okay. like, what? Um, which was so exciting. I mean, I freaked out. She was just on set for one day. She's so cool. Um, I maintained you know, composure while yeah. I was doing her hair. But when yeah. she left the trailer, I was like, oh my God, the queen. Um, I just like did the queen's hair. And she was yes, you did. incredible. Like absolutely like a joy. So sweet, so fun. And like, it was really, 
really cool like watching her act um so that was like another once in a lifetime experience yes 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 yes, but um and will is like i i cannot say enough good things about him he's an angel does he have does he have good hair i feel like it's thick does he (laughs) oh my god yes he has good hair he has incredible hair he has the best hair it is so thick and wavy and just like does whatever you want it to do and um he was so down to like try a new look and kind of do something like no one's ever really seen him with his hair like that before um and I was stoked because we were like on the same page, like right away. Cause I kind of had an idea. I had a photo of Paul that's Paul. And I was like, Oh, like with the sides of his head shaved. I'm like, that'd be cool. And Will had sent me a picture of like an old picture of David Beckham. And I was like, yes, like, this is like what I'm thinking, like, but kind of like, just like an undercut on the sides, but yeah, he had everybody, like the entire cast and crew was in love with him. He uh, baked us cookies and I've they were delicious about this yeah. and I can't even deal with it. I mean, cannot. Yeah. Home, homemade, just, homemade from scratch. Homemade. Yeah. He like took, you know, being a chef seriously, like he like learned, was cooking, learning how to cook and just incredibly professional, um, but also so fun and just so like a joy to be around. I cannot like say enough good about him. He's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and his hair is like, and he's great looking. He's tall. He's got beautiful hair. Like, well, I, what else I heard. I heard that he begged to be on the show. Did you know that story? He told me. Yeah, he did. What we did were, he say? Um, he was just like, I begged. I really wanted to be on this show, and like, you know, I was. He was like, I just thought they were gonna like turn me away, and but he was wonderful. I was like, I'm sure that everyone's like, he's I, so cool. I, you know it. It's not a bad idea for him to come back. I'm sorry, but I just I you know, would I'm so into it. <laughs> like right? I would make my day. And yeah. It's, it's so interesting what's happening with the show because it's I get so scared when something's so great that it's gonna, you know, like get kind of like glittery and like show it. This has remained so gritty and amazing. Yeah. I remember when I was talking to you guys about last season and I was like, I hope you guys don't leave the kitchen. And both of you were like, your faces were like. I'm not going to say anything. And I was like, no, yeah. I could tell they're going to leave the kitchen. So I was so nervous, but it worked perfectly. Like, so I, good. I, do you know, ha- have we heard of a season three coming? I haven't, you know, heard of anything yet. Okay. Um, well, it I'm is. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Come on. Uh, but I would, ho- I would love that. I would be, you know, so lucky to be a part of something like that for three seasons. Yes. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. Uh, but I mean, it's the best show. It's the best show I've ever worked on. I mean, it, it, it what makes it, what makes it the best show for you? The, like, because some people would say like, oh, you know, you are doing everyday hair, Right. Yeah. Like it's just so exciting because you get to be so involved in the storytelling through your work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, there is a lot of, you know, people in our industry that is just like, you know, it's so great to like a tell a story through the hair, but in, you know, doing a period show or like a big costume drama and the hair is like such a thing that sometimes I think like just like everyday straight hair gets overlooked. Totally. In, in a sense, you know, like, totally. And uh, I love doing it. You know, I love doing, you know, everyday hair and just like, what, what, what do people do? What do they wear? Like, 
what would Sugar do with her hair, you know, at the restaurant opening? Like what, you know, how does her hair slightly change from like when she really commits to working at the restaurant? Like those slight kind Mm. of changes, I think, tell like a story. But for me, why it's so great to work on is just like, it's from the top down. Like Chris Storr is absolutely wonderful. All of our producers are excellent. Everybody has such a wonderful attitude and you really feel um, like trusted and heard and seen. Like it feels like very collaborative. Like it just feels great to be there. And the cast, there's, they're all wonderful. Like everyone's just so nice and so cool and interesting. And And your team is small. Your team is small. Team is small. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, three of us, um, uh, myself, Angela and Melanie and, then I have a barber that comes in and takes care of um, the guys like once a week and um, or some of the guys, but uh-huh. yeah. For continuity. Uh, yeah. For continuity mm-hmm. comes like every other week. So it's really just the three of us um, like every day. Mm-hmm. And cause it's a pretty small cast, you know, it's not mm-hmm. that obviously for episode six, we had extra help, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a small, and we're all the wonderful, wonderful crew there. And like my team is amazing and I trust them and, so it's just a great experience. And obviously Ignacia is like my bestie. So we yes, get to be together. That's the most fun. She's, I, I, she I, just I, does. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, she just does such like beautiful makeup and beautiful work. It like, you know, makes you want to like, you want to both be like working right. to your highest level, yeah. like to match, you know, you know, yes. like have some ugly hairdo on. Yeah. You don't get lazy makeup. She's done. No. Right. You check yourselves. Yes. I was going to ask you about that moment when she saw the lash on the monitor. We talked about right. it in, in her episode and uh, you know, it was the, I, I call it the lash hurt around the world. And yeah, it was the one obviously that was left on the thing that everybody went and, you know, everybody oh, talks yeah. about, everybody talks about your dirtbag hair and Ignacio's lonely lash and you know she said she turned to you right away and was like gave you a look and I can only imagine this look what was it like from your uh, point of view like it was just kind of like we were you know we watched the monitors on our phones or iPads or whatever sure. it is we're using and then she was sitting across from me and at the same time we both like looked up <laughs> and like because I was like it was such a tight shot and I was like yeah. staring at the wig and I didn't even notice the lash for of a second course. then my eyes like oh lash and no. she, we just looked at each other. I'm like, it looks great. I was like, what? What? Yeah, like yeah. she's having a meltdown, a come apart. Her lash would come off when I melt down. My lashes come off. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. I thought it looked so cool. But yeah, yeah. we just like locked eyes <laughs> and across this like dead silent I, room. I can see it so clearly because both of you have huge eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I can just too. see the whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Allie, I. I'm so happy to talk to you about this stuff. Me I too. love talking to you anytime and talking about Same. the bear is my favorite thing in the world. And you do such amazing work and I can't wait to see, you know, season three, come on, strike, just get it. Over I know. With. Let's do this. Let's get rolling. Let's get everybody back to work. And yeah, again, I'm, I'm ready. Put the support, the links of how to support everybody that's out of work on in the show notes so nice. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And if nobody's seen this season, I don't know why you're alive. So (laughs) yeah, you should have already watched it like twice. Come on. I watched it twice right away back to back. And like, yeah, I I would do it again right now. Um, It's so good. 
Congratulations on all your amazing work. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. It was great talking. Look Behind the Look is a Vinyl Foot production written by me, your host, Tiffany Bartok. Produced by Jace Bartok. Edited by Evan Rivard. If you're interested in learning more, find our video version on the YouTube channel, Look Behind the Look Podcast. There you can see rare photos and clips from our guests. And please follow us on Twitter at LookBehindPod and Instagram at LookBehindTheLook. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends and spread the word. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice. Thanks for listening to Look Behind the Look.